Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of the Informal Program, a show that, unlike the U.S., will be played throughout the World Cup this summer. Hey, 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 Dave. Dave, come on. It's ridiculous. Offensive. Live from a city in Southern California, this is the Informal Program. Here's Daniel West. Ah, but then... Oh, bask in it, folks. Bask in it, Dave. I, Dave, basking in a little bit too much. Oh, man. What is that thing called you have back there? It's like the sun shield thing. You know, like when you're at the beach and you want the sun to hit you. It's a, t- it's like a, it's a natural tanning thing. I didn't mean bask in it quite like that, but you bask in it, John. John's about to fall off his chair here. Oh, oh, bask. Oh, oh, the warm glows. Oh, it's beautiful. What do you think Clayton Kershaw is going to be doing in 2026? Is he going to be a part of this bid somehow? Is they, are they going to bring him out in Los Angeles and he'll, uh, he won't throw out the first pitch? I can't wait for the ceremony. Like, will Diana Ross come out? Is he still alive? I knew we were going here. I knew we were going here. I knew. I knew. Oh, Millennial Radio Show would end up here. L- look it up, Dave. I believe she is. I believe she is. Yep, uh, it says according to Wikipedia, she is an American uh, singer, so yeah. I knew we were getting up here, John. We had all this momentum going, and then you come out with, is she still alive? I'm just asking, man. I mean, you know, Motown wasn't yesterday. All right, you know what? Just, just turn his mic off, please. He's lost privileges to talk. Uh, yeah, but what do you think Clayton Kershaw is going to be doing in, in 2026, man? Well, I mean, he's got to come out for the Olympics, doesn't he? Okay, what a time to be an American in this city, man. Oh, man. In case you don't know what we're discussing here, and you're just just new, maybe you just woke up, maybe you haven't turned on the radio, or maybe you just really don't care. You've you've distanced yourself from the news. It's in some ways we don't blame you. We kind of have too. That's why we're doing this particular show and why it's done the way it is done. Dave does not read the news. I don't know if you've noticed from the way he produces the show or not. Okay. By the way, I just looked this up. Quickly. Did you know Tracy Ellis Ross is Diana Ross's daughter? What? Are you serious? Yeah, this is true. Okay. Can we move on from being E! News? All right, fine. Well, have your fun. Go out with your World Cup stuff. Thank you. For those of you... I'm just going to ignore that. So for those of you just new to this whole thing, you've distanced yourself from the world, you haven't turned on your radio, you really just don't care. Even by osmosis, you'll be affected by this. It was announced at 3 in the morning. Why are we up watching this at 3 in the morning, John? Because we like doing that. It was announced this morning, 3 o'clock, 3.30 in the morning, 3.40, that the United States, Canada, and Mexico won the bid for the 2026 World Cup. Oh, yes. So on the eve of the U.S. not playing in the 2018 World Cup, we look ahead to 2026. Oh, this feels good. This feels so good, man. We'll get to the NBA. We'll get to the NHL and our champions in both of those sports. We congratulate them on their accomplishment. That's right. Oh, for crying out loud. You didn't charge this thing again? What? I'm sorry. This is like the one thing that we need for the show. If you want to do your drops, you got to charge this thing, man. 
How did you not charge it? Why, we haven't used it for a week. Oh, for crying out loud. Anyway. I just, I don't know, man. I, I really wonder sometimes what's going on back there. I really do. Anyway. So, 2026 is going to be this bid. Like I said, we'll get to the Warriors. We'll get to the, the Washington Capitals. The Vegas Golden Hat. When, when we can, he will speak in a moment because his voice does come through our, our sound system here. So, in a moment, we'll hear from the very dejected Vegas Golden Hat who is still employed here despite the Capitals beating the Vegas Golden Knights soundly in the Stanley Cup Finals. So, we'll get to all that. But this is the lead story here. By the way, what do you think of Kershaw, though? Has he lost his form? Probably. I mean, I, yeah, more than likely. I mean, he's not, you got to reinvent yourself at some point. I think he's, he's there. He, he's not going to be, I think as a pitcher, you, you kind of, uh, you evolve and you get more wily as you're older. You don't have the same velocity. So, I mean, he has a great off speed stuff. So I think, I think he can reinvent himself. Great analysis. Back to, back to soccer. Thank you. So this is a big deal. So the details of this, if you're wondering, we have we have researched this. Dave and I are, are avid Redditors. We share the same Reddit account, which will remain nameless. He does some of them. I do some of them. Really, is only social media presence. So we have all the details of this. We didn't really have to write any of this down because we just have it in our minds from before. So 80 games will be played. This is the first time the tournament expands to 48 teams from the usual 32. And 60 of the matches will be played in the United States, 20 in Canada, and another 20 in Mexico. So there'll be three stadiums in Mexico, three in Canada, and then 16 in the United States. One of which will be Los Angeles. We don't know if it'll be the Rose Bowl, which would be really nice, or if it'll be the new Ram Stadium. But either way, man, this is a big day. Morocco was the other nation that, that qualified, wanted to qualify to host. They lost the bid pretty pretty soundly in the end. Pretty soundly in the end. So what we're going to do now here on the show, because we like to do this in case you missed it this morning and you want to know what happened in the overnights during that FIFA council meeting, we're going to open up the world-famous Informal Improv Theater. So Dave will pick, pick names out of a, a bowl here. Let me get the bowl. All right, I have the bowl. All right, hold on. Uh, all right, so I will be, I will be U.S. Soccer uh, President Carlos Cadero. Okay, so you're going to be giving the address on behalf of the United States as to why you should host the World Cup. That's right. Okay, and that means John, you will be the uh, Moroccan. I didn't get his name. Yeah, well, I will be the, the leader of Morocco. Well, not the actual, like, king, but I'll be the guy who, who led the bid. All right. Very well. So, get in character, guys. And we begin after the imaging. And now, the Informal Improv Theater presents the 68th FIFA Congress. Here's your host, Bob Costas. Again, Bob Costas does not work. Just go with it. All right. Very well. Good evening, everyone. Good morning, I should say. Welcome to Moscow, home of the 2018 World Cup. Today, in front of a very large stage you see before you, the FIFA governing body has met to decide lots of things, budget, monetary things, and also who will host the 2026 World Cup. We will have that in a few moments live for you. 
But first, the final presentations are made. We begin with the United States. <clears throat> Thank you. Are you going to introduce me? Sorry about that, sir. Joining us now at the podium. Podium. At the there's one podium. Yeah, but uh, you're right. Yeah, if it's if they're two podium, it's podium. There's one podium, sir. You're biased. I'm not biased. I just it's it's podium. Maintain your profession professionality, Bob. All right, very well. Joining us now at the podium is the new president of U.S. Soccer, Carlos Cadero. Thank you. Uh, my, my remarks will be brief. This World Cup requires no stadiums to be built. We have them built already, and this will make more money than any other World Cup in history. Thank you. All right. That, those were the remarks of U.S. President uh, Carlos Guerrero. You, you're not quite done. I'm sorry. I forgot something. Uh, just, just so we didn't fight amongst each other, we also added uh, Mexico and Canada into this bid. So they will host uh, matches as well. So, you know, we, we threw in all of North America to host this as well. So, uh, yeah, so more money than any other World Cup in history. Uh, we don't have to build any stadiums. Basically, we'll just wake up and, you know, slap some graphics on the existing stadiums. And uh, we, we brought Mexico and Canada along. So uh, have at it. All right, thank you. New U.S. soccer president. Very confident, Carlos Cordero. We turn now to the Moroccan representative. I'm not even named, man. I mean... See where this media is. Okay. Uh, my remarks are brief as well. Football is not all about money and commercial success. It is also about the heart of the game. For this reason, I think you should pick the Morocco bid. It is our time again. It is the time for Africa to once again host a World Cup. Thank you. All right. We now wait the electronic votes. Are they in yet? All right. They are in. And the winner of the bid is the United States. Congratulations. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, wow, what a moment here. Yes, we will deliver uh, all of the money we said we will. Uh, we'll renovate six of the stadiums. You know, so they look really nice for the World Cup. And we'll be ready. Honestly, we can host it tomorrow and you know, take it away from Russia. But we'll wait until 2026. Thank you. This has been the 68th FIFA Congress. And now, back to the informal program. All right, so that's pretty much how it went down. That audio courtesy of Fox Sports 1 this morning and uh, FIFA TV on YouTube. So this is pretty exciting, man. This is pretty exciting. The United States is getting a World Cup in 2026, along with the Canada and Mexico, which is a big deal. Now, last thing I'll say on this is that was a gangster move by the United States. That really was. When they did that, it was over pretty much. Now, you do have to factor in FIFA corruption into things. There's always that. I mean, you know, the long arm of the FIFs. The what? That's what they said. It's known in, in footballing circles, the corruption of FIFA was known as the long arms of the FIFs. It sounds like, like a hip-hop album. Well, it was. It was about the FIFA corruption. It was a collaboration like a lot of artists got on it. Was it really? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Look it up on iTunes. The long arms of the FIFs. F-I-F-S. Uh, the FIFs. I have a hard time believing that. I'll, I'll play some stuff for you. I'll play the bump music during the break. Are we allowed to? Yeah, probably not. No, royalties and all that. Okay. Now you're just slapping your leg. I'm sorry. I did slap my leg just now. I caught myself. No, I caught yourself. Stop it. All right. Very well. I'll stop it. 
now. I will. Finish. All right. You see, this is how I should be producing. I should be like a director, like, action, speak, all that. Excuse me. You're excused. Okay. That was a real gangster move, though. The U.S. pulled. FIFA corruption is always lurking around the corner. But the issue was the biggest bid, the biggest threat to the U.S., from what I remember very early on in this thing, was Mexico saying, hey, you know what, let's let's get a World Cup. So the U.S. said, no, 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 none of that. Canada said, hey, you know, we might be interested in hosting. The U.S. said, no, 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 none of that. Hold on. I got a way. I got a way we can guarantee us all getting some World Cup action, all right? Just join this little bid here because we lost in 2022 when it was just us. No pun intended. I would play the drop, but you know the speakers are dead. Yeah, see if you can charge that during the break. Will do, sir. All right, thank you. They said, ah, well, let's get some, let's over here. Come on, join us. Canada, you want some of this? Come on. Get, you don't even need to build any stadiums. Just use the ones you have. Come on in here. I mean, that's a tough thing to stop, man. When North America just says, hey, you know what? Just wakes up and says, hey, you know, we really want to host the World Cup. Now, I feel for Morocco because they've been trying to get the World Cup since 94. Like every bidding cycle since 1994, I think, with the exception of what, 2018, they've bid for it. And according to some reports, they won in 2010, but South Africa was given the bid for reasons that we will not go into, <coughs> FIFA corruption. Bless you. Thank you. Not, not FIFA, you. Thank you. I, I, I knew what you meant. So Morocco has just kept trying and trying and trying, and they knocked on the door here, and they, they miss out. But, I mean, that's just a superior bid, man. When the U.S. just walks in, says, hey, you know, we don't need to build any new stadiums. We'll just show up and host the World Cup. That's tough to beat. And the U.S. and Canada thrown in as well. So 2026, mark your calendars now. Start the hype train. And if we're still around by then, we'll cover it. We'll be back on the informal program. You're listening to the informal program. I don't know why we're doing this spot now, actually, Dave. They're paying us. Just read it. All right. This will be better at a different time of year, but okay. Now, we for a few weeks, we were on a... A video, a short, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Come on, time is money, bruh. What am I trying to say? We were on a short-lived television network. Thank you. We were on a short-lived television network, as John Beanie said. And so what I'm holding in my hand would make a lot more sense, but you can't see it. So let me explain here. When it gets wet outside, which it doesn't in the summertime, but like I said, Dave said they're paying us. What you need, you don't need to wet your jacket. You don't need to get your hat wet. What you need is a poncho. Just pick up a poncho. You get them at your local stores. Basically, anywhere that that has clothes will have a poncho. Ponchos are great because you wear them over your clothes. It's very comfortable. It's very efficient. And the rain drips right off you. Get a poncho today. And now, back in studio, the Bagman News Report. And now, no longer from Las Vegas, the Bagman News Report. Oh, yes, it is good to be back in the U.S. of A. I know Vegas is a part of the United States, but the, the point remains. Actually, this is not edition, an edition, I should say, of the Bagman News Report. This is an edition of with Bagman. And today, as it is, as it has been and as it for will ever be, today, sit down and be humble to LeBron. James, no, I understand you took the Cavaliers to the NBA Finals. You dragged them, kicking and screaming, sometimes against their will, to the NBA Finals. That's a little extreme, but uh, I'm, I'm getting better at self-editing. But at the same time, you didn't win. Rings matter, bro. Back to the informal program.
And now, back to the informal program. Ah, uh, you are going to lose, man. Uh, you, like, if you're taking this to a court, man, the judge is going to sit there and say, You're wrong! I can't even believe you're doing this, man. It, like, listen to yourself. I am listening to myself. I'm wearing headphones, first of all. That's a good, that's a good dad joke. That's right up my alley. Listen to me, man. I will stand by this, man. I think, as a show, Phineas and Ferb over SpongeBob. That, 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 that is blasphemous. All right, you don't have to agree with me, but that, that's how I feel. I, I just can't, man. Like, okay, give me this, though. Give me this, though. They change errors. Which one's better? Oh, now you're doing that argument? Oh, so now, oh, I get it. I see what you're doing now. So now it's Wilt versus uh, Shaq. In some ways it is. Okay, so so you're telling me, no, if SpongeBob's on now, it's even bigger. I don't agree with that, man, because the point is now it has the nostalgia factor, which it didn't have when it started. I just, uh, listen, no, no, no. See, your issue is, you're thinking quality of show. That's just not quality of show. The It's cultural impact. All right, but I'm telling you, if you put Phineas and Ferb when it... They, it took them 10 years to get the show. So let's say it starts in 97. Is that in the canon of the greatest animated shows of all time? Now you do have a point there. That's my point. My point is that it was hindered by when it came out. Now, it is great, but it is underrated because of when it came out. If it came out when it was... Planning on coming out the late nineties? I, I can see your point. In that in that vein. You're telling me that's not a hit show, man? I think it's a hit show. I don't know if it's better than SpongeBob. My initial point wasn't to switch eras. I wasn't saying, okay, put SpongeBob on now and put Phineas and Ferb on then. My point was if you have both of them back then, are you telling you don't think memes come out of Phineas and Ferb too? Memes come out of like every nineties animated show. No, I agree with that, but when you say it's better than Spongebob... I disagree, man. Here's the other thing, too. That show is, like, almost too smart for the audience. Oh, now oh, now you're going into Rick and Morty territory. Like, oh, no one can understand it. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. You know what I'm saying, John. No, I don't, actually. What I'm saying is that show kind of went over everyone's head in a way. Just stop, man. I like I, I love you, man, but this is ridiculous. SpongeBob is the greatest show. Is the it's like the show of the generation. I understand that. What I'm saying is, if Finish and Ferb had been there, it would be up there. I mean, you make a decent point, but I just like I I just have a hard time, man. Okay, I'll give you this one. I'll give you this one though. Okay. It was good for seven seasons. I mean, you do have a point. When the show ended, was it as good as when it started? Just about. And consider what they had to do as well. Well, yeah, I understand. There were workless restraints and all that. They did the same show for seven years. Every episode was the same thing. And somehow, even though they wrote the same exact show, it was good until it ended. All right. Now, that, that, is, a, that is an argument that I had not thought of that I will entertain. Because SpongeBob fell off after the fourth season, but that was because the, the show writers left and all that. But you can't take that away from SpongeBob. Like, if the show writers, show writers had left Finish and Ferb, I mean, that would have gone in the tank. Right, but they didn't. And also, I think, well, yeah, anyway. 
Yeah, I, uh, I, I disagree. All right. Are we done? I'm done. All right, we're going to get to Beanie Factoids in a minute, but first let's discuss the two champions of the arena sports in the United States. I like this idea of finding something even more annoying than the Vegas Golden Hat. Speaking of which, how you doing, man? It must be a rough couple of days for you here. I feel you. Let's start there. Before we get to the NBA, I'll finish up what I said a couple weeks ago about the Washington Capitals. We should have known this was coming, man. We got too excited about Vegas. By the way, John, you said last week they beat the Predators and the... That, that wasn't true. Yeah, they didn't beat the Predators and the Jets. They just beat the Jets. Right. The Jets beat the Predators. So they didn't have to go through one and two in the West. They went through the Sharks and the Kings. Which probably tells you all you needed to know, that we were a little too hyped. They beat the Sharks and the Kings. I'm a Kings fan. That team, they scored three goals in the whole playoffs. You heard right. They scored three goals. How many did they score, LeBron? Not two. That's right. That's all. How many LeBron? Let me just, hold on. Let me make sure I heard that right. How many did they score, LeBron? Not two. That's right. Not even three. Just two. Not two. Sorry. Not, not even four. Three. Not two. That's right. Just three. So they went through them and they went through the Sharks. And looking back on it now, they were dominant, man. They were great to watch in the playoffs. But the argument could be made. You didn't play as tough as uh, Washington over there who had to go through their arch nemesis who was the defending Stanley Cup champions and the team that everyone said, even though they don't play in a hockey market so no one paid attention to them, was probably one of the best teams in the league in Tampa Bay. And not to mention they came from 2-0 in the first series. So, And then, this is the ultimate argument. I think the Vegas Golden Hat will agree with me here. Give me the top five players on both sides. Just, just take the 20 22, I should, well, 21. No, 21, yeah, let's, let's take the, the, the four lines and then the goalie, so the 20 skaters and the goalie. Let's take the 21 from Vegas, let's take the 21 from Washington, and let's make a starting five, okay? How many from Vegas? Fleury's in there, that's for sure. Who else? William Carlson, Marcia So? I don't think they get three. I don't think they get three. The way Devontae Smith-Pelly played in that series, you got to take Ovechkin. The way Holtby was playing, the way Kuznetsov was playing. I mean, looking back on it, we should have known, man. Excuse me. Don't touch your nose or you're in the mic. Like, have you done radio before? That is disgusting. Thank you, Dave. Oh, humans. Like, you're not a human. Yeah, I am, but I don't, like, touch my nose. Oh, it's disgusting. Oh, that's nasty. Well, we weren't on TV, so you didn't have to... Well, here you go. You realize nothing changed in your voice when you touched your nose, Dave? All right, and with that, Rose, we continue on with the show. So, that's my last word on the Capitals. We should have seen this coming. They had the better players. They beat the better teams to get there. And they deserve the championship. So, congratulations to the Washington Capitals on winning the Stanley Cup. Congratulations. Now, pretty much for the first time on the Informed Program, we turn our attention to the Golden State Warriors. Who just told the Cavs. Sit down. Right. 
In four games. Just get out of here. That's right. They said, just, just go. Game over. That's right. Bye bye. That's right. Be gone, you worms. Little louder there, Professor. Be gone, you worms. That's right. I mean, worms is a little strong, but you get the idea. I, the, the issue we're talking about them is that what haven't we discussed? Okay, two things from this. First of all, we've been doing this wrong, ladies and gentlemen. The Chicago Bulls are not the greatest team of all time. Magic's Lakers, not the greatest team of all time. Bird Celtics, not the greatest team of all time. Not even the Golden State Warriors. The greatest basketball team of all time, specifically speaking, without a doubt, are the third quarter Golden State Warriors. If we isolated that team and put them up against anyone in the history, put them up against the dream team, that team... Golden State in the third quarter is going to go 81-0. They're not going to lose. They're going to go through undefeated. So we can end that argument right there. The third quarter Warriors are the greatest team of all time. Okay. So congratulations to them. That shot Kevin Durant hit in game three. There's a dagger, and then there's what he did. That was just rude and violent. Like, you needed to turn children away from that. That was ridiculous. Last thing I'll say. People say, oh, Steph Curry is very arrogant. All right. Here's what I'm going to say about that. Have you ever played basketball and you make a shot from half court? You ever seen how you react? I would react like that too. Steph Curry is just a guy who makes the shot. I'd be dancing too. I'd be shimmying. Tell me if you didn't hit a shot from the other team's bench, if you weren't in the crowd and you make the kind of shot Steph Curry did, you wouldn't be dancing too. He's not being arrogant. He's all of us. Somebody makes a free throw. Some people make a free throw. They're running around. Shaq. All right, thus concludes our championship analysis for 2018. And now it's time for a short edition of Beanie Factoids. Here's John Beanie. All right, very quickly. Number one. Uh, Number one, Seattle Sounders against the Portland Timbers. It's a huge rivalry in Major League Soccer, and Seattle has taken it to another level They have gone to Portland, Maine, and said Seattle loves Portland. That's a little cruel. It is a little cruel, but it's hilarious. So they're going around uh, Sounders legend Roger Levesque, Mr. 48 Seconds. It's a whole other thing. Google it. Um, It's in a game. It was a great moment for the Sounders. He uh, has said, he's uh, doing a video. He said Seattle loves Portland. We love the economy. We love all that stuff, uh, but it's Portland, Maine. Number two. Uh, Number two, a referee, an NHL referee has qualified for the U.S. Open of golf. Congratulations to him. I'll get his name next week. Sorry, that was the wrong soundbite. Congratulations. Number three. All right, and last but not least, on the eve of the World Cup, we've talked none of the World Cup coming up, but we will over the course of the next few shows. The coach of Spain, it was announced he would take over the Real Madrid job after the season, after the World Cup. Spain said, nah, get out of here. Get They fired him today. So on the eve of their first game of the World Cup, the coach of Spain is out, and so are we. That is how you went to show, ladies and gentlemen. For Dave, for John, for the new snail we didn't hear from, and the Vegas Golden Hat, I'm Daniel West. We'll see you next week. Bye.
This is the Informal Post Show. Yeah, we didn't get to any of the World Cup, man. So we got we to rectify that. I guess because the U.S. hasn't been in it, we haven't been as excited to get into it. Because I was looking forward to I wasn't expecting them to win, obviously. But, I mean, I was looking forward to getting out of the group stage and losing in the first round. Close. That was That's as far as I was going. So we were robbed of that. But, see, I don't like doing prediction radio. I don't know if you've noticed this. Uh, we have, yeah. We, you don't like doing prediction radio. Which is lame because that is sports talk radio, dude. But I like reactionary radio. So instead of just talking about what might happen, let's talk about what actually has happened. So that'll be co- cool coming up. And so, yeah, over the next few shows, we're going to be discussing a lot of World Cup. Who, do we, who are we rooting for? Uh, I don't care. All right. John? Uh, Tunisia. Did they make it? If they did, I'm rooting for them. All right. Very well. We'll see you next week. Bye.